Captain's Log, Episode 33. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers Podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Now open seven days a week. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items. At Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. This week, Captain Huck and Beer Wonder welcome guest beer venture to be Nikki Birch for a seven-poor show and an epic origin story from Nikki that straddles continents. Come for the pours, stay for the stories, and stick around for the naming ritual. Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 33, A Dance with Flagons. Well, we're the beer, 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 beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. We're the beer Avengers. Welcome to the beer cast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownsdout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location on the west side of Manhattan Town, this is the Pale Male Hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder! And we are... The, the Beer, Beer Vengers! Yeah, we're the Beer Avengers, and this is our beer cast. So glad to have all of you who are listening, and uh, whether that's now or maybe if you're discovering us in some time in the future, but hopefully you're all, most of you are now. Uh, we got a great Talking show. People in the year 2075. You know, we're, we're, we're basically in a void here, so it uh, we're, time and space doesn't really always matter so much. Correct. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, we got a great show coming up ahead of uh, you. But uh, first of all, I want to introduce our wonderful guest we have today. Uh, she is quite accomplished. Uh, I, I have a list here. Oh, yeah. She is a podcaster and trivia host uh, of, of uh, projects involving Game of Thrones uh, called A Thousand Eyes and One. Uh, she uh, is a host of the book club Wine on an Empty Stomach. She's the co-founder of Hybrid Music, an online platform for live music video performances, and she's a Grammy-winning videographer, video producer for NPR. Wow, I don't think we have time to do the rest of the show now. Uh, <laughs> this is a real <laughs> Everyone, welcome Nikki Birch. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, we're excited right. to have you here. Um, we got a lot, lot in store for you today. You're going to learn a little bit more about uh, Nikki and her uh, beginning... Uh, tale uh and uh we all want to know what that's called uh but before we do any of that uh we should get to the pores right absolutely let's, let's get, get to, to the, the pores, pores. You know, I, sound, you know, I didn't I, mean to sound so hesitant about it i don't know what's wrong with me no 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 <laughs> this is great and i noticed i saw in the show notes uh before the show i was checking looking over the show notes and uh a beer wonder had written in capital letters it was very adamant he was like birch goes first <laughs> a lot of, of explanation, explanation points, I, I, and it was I, underlined. So I'm like, finally, about time that uh, that I get to go first. I'm well, really excited about Huck. this today. Yes, Huck, Huck, yeah, Huck. That's me. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you if you 
realize this, but you're not the only birch we've got. <laughs> He's got a point. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And you know, it would only be polite if we let our guest go first. Uh, that's what you meant. That's it's what, what I meant. Up. That's why I, I underlined it four that's times. Why I wanted to make sure we were clear. I didn't need to expose my identity at all. It's okay. It's okay. okay. All right. Yeah, please. Nikki, Nikki you, please. you see what I have to deal with? It's okay. Well, guess what? I will not disappoint because I brought a beer from Der Vaterland. Ooh. Ah, yeah. Yes. Yes. We have a Weinstefana Vitus, which is a Weizenbach. Ooh, so. very good. Oh, and beautiful crack on that bottle, yeah. too. And I think this is probably our first European beer on the show. Probably. Oh, and you're drinking it beautifully out of a wine. Oh, look at that haze. Oh, my gosh. I'll do that for now. The website said to look like a glass like this, and I was like, okay, I'll get a wine glass. Goblet oh, yeah. style. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Very good. Very kind nice of a, almost a tan or um, a little bit of a darker color, mm-hmm. maybe some more caramelly elements to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah let's talk about Weizenbachs uh, and the, and the, what the heck they are. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, well, that, that, I have that, some that. idea. Me too. All right, who's going to go? Uh, who's going to drink next? Well, that was, that? You that was are, quick. Very good, Nikki. I know, oh, very okay. efficient. Um, but we do we do have the other birch. All right, very good. <laughs> and I did underline it multiple if, times. If, if that if that is indeed your name, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. We don't we don't know. Um, I'm having uh, this is actually a sponsored pour. <gasps> a what? It, 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 it is. You're, are you saying that it is a uh, sponsored pour? There you go. That's Beer. right. From our friends at Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Uh, great Ooh. pour today. This is from Nightmare Brewing. Oh, fun. A really Fantastic fun can. brewery. You can see the yeah. can art there. It's kind That's of bananas. Awesome. It's lovely. And this is, the, this is called Sororicide, which, <laughs> which of course means uh, the murdering of one's sibling. Uh, but we have, uh, my cousin is here, so that's uh, we're, we're close. I'm not planning on murdering you over over the airwaves here, but uh, <laughs> it could be uh, difficult virtually. But you know. anyway, this is a uh, imperial stout with uh, mm. it's got roasted peanuts, mm. peanut butter, uh, Ecuadorian cacao, and Indian vanilla, and it's yeah. also. Fifteen percent. Oh wow! Wow. wow, that sounds Crack delightful. That baby open. And uh, oh, you see, it's built to do a right-handed pour, so I'm going to have to try to do that. All right. Pictures. And it's a Connecticut beer, too. We were talking about that's uh, uh, brewed in Connecticut, and I got a Connecticut glass as well. So we're get, getting that righteousness for Connecticut. Working wow. on becoming ambihuxtrous. It, oh, yeah. it is pouring a little thinner than I would expect, and we're not getting a ton of head buildup. So I mean, this one looks exciting. Very rich, yeah. It's just very wow. chocolatey, right chocolatey head there. Beautiful. And Nightmare Sororicide. There Excellent. we go. Beautiful. Mm, yes, I'm not getting super uh, nutty notes off the top. It is that head is very small. Yeah, so that's just. Uh, we'll high. talk What's more the about that. On this uh, one? It's 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's up, uh, stronger than a wine. Yeah, I'm sorry, I took too much time. So please, let's get not some. <laughs> All right, Nikki said uh, such a good example, and I just uh, we know, efficiency it, in the pores. Beer Wonder's always taking a backseat. I think I think he should go first. <sighs> okay, fair enough. Well, here's the thing. Um, while Huck, you know, has one, I too have a sponsored pour. <laughs> yes, there we go. Thank you. Oh, there sponsored we all talk- pour. There it there is. We go. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Thank you, Nikki. I appreciate the the, the thinking. So this one's from our friends at Wild East, and it's called Moderance. It is an English style pale ale. Ooh, okay. English. Very style. exciting. Yeah. Um this one is also connected to the um, uh, ACLU project that we've had on in the past. So I'm excited to see how this one goes. 
There's that good crack. And here we go. All right. It's got a nice darkness to it. Oh, yeah. More than mm-hmm. expecting a, in a pale of. It is that English style. Yes, it's, got, it's going to be more biscuity than I think we Americans and our pale ales are used to. And uh, <laughs> I know Wild East, they like to do these older styles and try mm-hmm. the... Uh, They've, they've yeah. got a proper mild and other ones like that. Exactly. So go. looking forward good. to this one. A little wow. different for the wonder, but you know, it's good to mix things up once in a while. Yeah, it looks nice. Pale ale, that's in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it is. All right, Captain, what you got? I have something that I, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm honestly not certain if we've had it before. If I were really professional, I would have looked at my uh, extensive uh, research on the uh, on the spreadsheet, but I didn't. Uh, can you guys remember if we've ever had a black IPA on the show? I don't think so. Well, I that's going to change because this is from a, a, a brewery I just discovered at our spot. Well, this is not a sponsored pour, but I bought it at our sponsor, a story of beer and cheese Ditmars at 35-11 Ditmars. It's from a brewery called Garvey's Point okay. on Long Island. Yep. And oh, it is called the Nightcap Black IPA. Oh, very good. Yeah, the Black IPA was popular in the early aughts, uh, late, I mean, sorry, late aughts, early teens, but it sort of uh, has uh, faded away. Right. From popularity, much like the the uh, hoppy wheat. Let's take a look at this. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, uh, it ni- pours nice. Good head buildup happening, and it is yeah. just pitch black. Wow. Yeah, it's like a, a – it, it's pouring a – it looks like a porter, but then it's got that big head on it. Mm. Nice yellowy head there. Yeah. So yes, I am uh, in honor of our Game of Thrones guest uh, taking the black. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, All right. Pause. Cheers. Slancha, cheers, cheers kampai, etc. Slancha. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is oh, a yeah. monster beer. Oh, wow. Oh gosh, uh, Nikki, that was that was such. A, first off, you were going on a full facial expression journey, which is one of my favorites. <laughs> the folks at home can't see that, but I can see it. Um, but also, you made such a lovely noise coming out of it, like mm, like something. What, tell us about it's, this beer. It's really delicious, and it's funny because I picked this up because I thought it was the dark Hefeweizen, and it mm. wasn't. So I was surprised when I looked. I was like, oh well, yeah, guess I you're still going to look home with me. With the yeah. yeah, but it's very. Um, it's kind of light for a wheat beer, and it's really carbonated, which I like. It's got a little bit of the fruity notes, but it's not overpowering. It's it's a wheat beer I would drink a lot, actually, and I'm not a really big fan of wheat beers. This is um, it's this beer actually won best beer in the world last year. I just found out. Oh, that's exciting! Oh, Super fancy, and I was gonna say before, it's a seven point seven percent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or. So tend good. to be a bit stronger. They say that you just banana and clove are supposed to be the flavors you pick up. That's what they say, but I never get banana. Never. I, <laughs> I I'd like never have. I, I do feel like, like a lot of people mind, either get the banana or they don't. Or mm. I often hear a lot of people saying bubblegum, which mm. I've never picked up from a half. Like Interesting. It's, it's like intense sort of like underlying sweetness that has like a, a really fruity note, but everyone says like it's like tutti frutti um, or bubblegum, like that kind of flavor. Hmm. I, I think when, when different styles weren't as common and Delirium Tremens was like the only Belgian <laughs> people could find, I definitely right. would taste the banana and the Delirium Tremens. Hmm. 
I think no. maybe I have like a little slight banana taste, but I mean, my whole life I grew up drinking this stuff and I've never, I've always missed the banana. I'm like, okay, if you guys say so. <laughs> it's the power of suggestion, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then that, uh, Stefano, that's, uh, considered to be the oldest continuous brewery in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they closing in on a thousand years? Something crazy like that. Yeah. It's like Bia Stefano, Franciscana, and Augustiner. Those are all like the really old ones. Mm. Well, I feel like the Beer Avengers may need to go and like throw it a birthday party when it hits a thousand. Trip. I think oh, so. I thought, we, I thought we were talking about going to Germany. Yeah, yeah. I was so down. <laughs> and now, Huck, you were, were you saying you thought it was the first European beer? Uh, I think. Okay. Well, we, as far as a, a regular pour, Changing we've had, we've, we've had, no, we've had South America. Yes. We've had okay. uh, upper North America that's not within the states, mm-hmm. uh, but we did this. Well, this this is one that was not one, was not a planned guest, but when uh, when Wheat Lightning crashed, uh, mercifully oh. crashed a nutful show. Uh, she brought a leffa from Belgium. She brought a leffa. Mm. Okay, oh, there you go. Oof, didn't have to put that in the hookups. Uh, Saved ourselves. Well, yeah, we are, we, we are. Yeah, but That's we certainly we didn't our spend corrections it. and clarifications, yeah. which I do have a lot of this week, by the way. Oh wow! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Mostly clarifications. Um, so this, well, uh, uh, please go. Please go. Uh, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say since Nikki was talking all about those like those fruity flavors that sometimes we get off of these ones. Um, when I think pale ale, I definitely do not think what I'm getting here because mm-hmm. I am getting that bubblegummy banana cotton candy like ester quality that you get from more of a Belgian style beer. And it's super biscuity. It's super crackery. I mean, it's very British style, very old school in that traditional way. So, um, but then the other thing I'm getting, and it's a term that I've been starting to use more with beer and and perhaps you're more well-versed in than I am, but this idea of being a little resiny, like there's an Uh earthiness that kind of tastes like there's a tree got involved and like uh-huh. fell mm. into the beer at some point. It's really lovely, kind of syrupy, sweet hits in the back of my mouth in a really nice way. Um, okay. And the fun thing is that this is another one of those people power beers. So donating money towards the ACLU, this was their contribution to that. So this is very much a beer of the people. I could absolutely drink this sitting at a table discussing, you know, how we're going to take down capitalism or whatever it is we decide we're going to do. Um <laughs> With all of you, so yeah, I know the Excellent. English pale ale is very different from the American pale. Ale. American pale ale is really stands on its own with the with that super hoppiness, that West Coast yes uh, vibe. So the the I don't have a lot of experience with English pale ales. Uh, I've had more Belgian style pale ales. Yeah, well, once you get into those like early Britishy style things. Or, or, you know, more traditional British styles, they were not about hops. That was not a part of their palate. It was there, of course, and the IPA became a thing, but they were all about those malt flavors. Um, Mm, And usually they were mixing different kinds of beers in order to, just because that was the function of how it went. So you would either have a really strong one that was high alcohol or something that was more biscuit flavored. And so this. Porter was born. Exactly, yeah. This feels exactly like what I would want out of just a traditional British beer, feeling very. Very British Islesy right now. Nice, yeah, nice, and made in Brooklyn. Hey, hey, the county of kings. Amen. <laughs> uh, so this nightmare beer. I mean, you can see it. Uh, Is it a nightmare, Huck? It, it's not. It's not a nightmare. No, it's it's actually it's not bad. You see that head is is just gone. Yeah, it's disappeared. Um, and it's a very fresh beer. I know it's their. It's actually their latest uh, uh, release. And I'm getting. I'm not getting a lot of the peanut butter. Hmm. It's supposed to be gobs of peanut butter. They actually said leave a half ounce in the can uh, uh, at the bottom because it's going to settle. Oh. There's so much peanut butter in it. 
So I'm getting a little on the nose, but the flavor I'm, I'm enjoying it more as I drink it is, is just the boozy stout. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's, cause I've, I've tried that beer mm. and when I, I, I definitely tasted it, but I, I almost felt like because some of it is the honey roasted peanuts and the peanut butter mm. that it doesn't necessarily have as much as the sweetness as much is maybe a little more savory than just a flat out peanut butter stout. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, certainly more. It's not very, it's not very sweet at all. No, uh, the vanilla, if anything, pops up uh, more. But I wanted to talk about Nightmare itself as a brewery, you know, oh, because yeah. you see this can art, and this is uh, the Brewers. You see that the Grim Reaper here is mm-hmm. eviscerating uh, the Brewers. This is his sister, and she's a radio personality in Albany. So he doesn't want to kill her. This is after uh, he he says he loves his sister. And <laughs> sure. He he also made a beer called Matricide, in which his mother was murdered, and he made a Patricide, oh. uh, where his father was murdered. In the same way, the Grim Reaper comes up behind them. So, so he didn't want his sister to feel left out. Right, exactly. Well, it's good to include the whole family when you're just going and murdering people. Yeah. Especially so the, when they're at work. Like, this just feels rude. Yeah. We, <laughs> and, well, the concept is that that they loved, they died doing what they loved. Ah. So it's a it's a tribute to them at the same time. <laughs> this guy's got a dark <laughs> sense of humor. The night is dark and full of terrors. There you go. <laughs> now this they started off uh, with a couple of beers when they, they they about three years ago, and there was drawn and quartered, which was a triple IPA or no quadruple IPA because they were quartered, right? Oh sure. And Whoa. then they had one called uh, uh, the wind the windlass of Erasmus. Okay. Which was the legend of Erasmus was tortured by having his intestines removed and then put on a on a winch, uh, and it and the and the and the, the beer itself had a very blood red color, Ooh. you know. So they have this very gimmicky, mm-hmm. but they back it up with great with beers. a really quality yeah. beer. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it, it would be just kind of a funny joke, except that they make great beer, uh, and this one's pretty good too. Uh, the other one they had they made was called uh, Scafism. Okay, that which sounds is a familiar type, to me. Which is a type of torture in which you take two boats and you you put a person inside, and their heads and their hands and feet are outside of the boat, the top of the boat. They nail the two boats together, and then they pour honey and cream over the person, so that flies will come and 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 slowly eat them to wow. death. Wow! Wow! So the beer itself was made with honey and cream, right? And yeah. so, the, and the, the the thing they said that was the the person who survived the longest survived seventeen days. So that oh beer was seventeen percent. Omg, that's so horrible! So like the, the, the cleverness is really is really great, and the Karen art is great, and and the I beers mean, are great. So you, you know well, what? I, a fun brewery. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. I thought I had, the Assyrians I had, were bad, but this yeah. is next level. <laughs> I had that beer in March of 2019, and I gave it a. Uh, four point seven five stars. Uh, so that's is a that really, five? really great beer. I said a five. Escapism. Yeah. yeah, I like. I think yeah. I like that more than I like this one. But uh, this one's growing on me. It's not too boozy. It's a. It's just a nice imperial stout. Yeah. With all those flavors, I'm not picking picking them up particularly. But um, I'm starting to enjoy it. Every <laughs> it's definitely that your lips stick together kind of uh, uh, syrupiness to it. Mm. Yeah, resin. I believe resin, is one of the terms. Of yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> Captain, this magical beer you got. Tell, tell us about it. Well, I mean, it's 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 really delight. I uh, it's 
it's I'm, I'm surprised we haven't had a black IPA. But then again, I, I feel like black IPAs are not have sort of maybe fallen by the wayside a little bit. I mean, they're always kind of a novelty in the sense that like everyone the time one showed up, I always would have it. Um, and so I'm like trying to remember what it is, why I like this one so much. Yeah. Cause I was, sometimes I, I'll audition beers throughout the week and figure, okay, which one, which one's perfect for the show. <laughs> and, and this beers. one, I, I, I pulled, took it out of the refrigerator. It just jumped to the head. By the way, um, I, I, I know I don't think I mentioned this 7%. Um, okay. what I like about it is that it has the same flavor profile of what is my usual thing. You know, it's got those chocolate notes, those coffee notes, um, and that kind of mellows the hoppiness that is still very much there. You get that hop, hop profile, but it really mellows it a lot mm. without going as sweet as you do with, say, a double IPA. Yeah, sometimes that's always been double my IPAs, feeling They're with good. Those, they can yeah. get a little sugary sometimes, though. Mm. Nice, but this is a good one. That's Garvey's Point, we haven't had that brewery before. We haven't. I, I hadn't even really heard of them. Uh, I guess they started up about five years ago in Glen Cove, Long Island. They've moved locations a few times. Uh who knows? I, I'm not. I'm not positive. There's not a huge amount of stuff uh, on their uh, their website, uh, but uh, so some of it I had to do like googling stuff, finding th- stuff other people had written about them. Uh, but they may be one of those ones that maybe weren't canning as much until right, they weren't right. able to have a room for a while. <laughs> right. Yeah, we've seen a decent amount of that this year, of course. Oh yeah. And yeah, that's why I love their uh, their the the on the can. It just says. Enjoy the moment. <laughs> well, are, well, so the question is, Captain, are you enjoying the moment? I, I enjoy every moment with the Beer Avengers. <laughs> That's what the Beer Avengers are all about, enjoying the moment. I mean, some, some, some more than others. Certainly more this one than, uh, than certain people who uh, break in at the show at the last minute. But, yeah. oh, oh we, 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 won't, we won't make things negative. We don't need to talk about him when he's not no. here. It's like... <laughs> It's like I always say, list. hey, say what you will about Nutpool. Say um, what you will about Nutpool. That's yeah. what we say here at, yeah, uh, that's... <laughs> at the Avengers. Oh, my well, gosh. But, spe- I mean, not speaking of Nutpool, <laughs> uh, we, do have, uh, we do have a new Beer Avenger among us. Or perhaps that's one true. say a Beer Avenger to be, perhaps? Yes. Um, and, uh, and, and every time, you know... Uh, Nikki, I don't ha- know how much I know you listen to a little of, of what we do, uh, because mm-hmm. what we do is uh, here is is since we are beer vendors and we have beer vendor names and since comic book characters have always have their origin story, uh, then every time that we have a new beer vendor, we uh, want to establish their origin story. We need to know your origin story, Nick. We need to know uh, who you are, how you came to be the beer avenger to be that you are. And uh, this is something also very exciting that since you do not yet have a beer avenger name, what we're doing right now, this is the last chapter of your origin story. Woohoo. Isn't that exciting? That is really exciting. I love nicknames. <laughs> so, so what, what was your, what was your earliest uh, experience, uh, good or bad or indifferent, uh, where you first encountered beer? I think my earliest beer memory, and I might actually be too young to remember this, and maybe it's just the story has been told a million times, is that my sister got her finger caught in a beer can when we were like, I don't know, she was three, I was four. So there's that. But then we moved to Germany. (laughs) I grew up in Germany and I spent, I, I just spent my entire childhood, like I lived there until I was like 24, 25. And beer obviously is everywhere. 
Um, it's really cool because my parents are they're super dope. They're so relaxed and laid back and they were never like, no, you can't drink. They knew where we were. Like the drinking age is 16. 16 for beer, 18 for spirits. And people are always, they're like, what? But the thing about Germany is you're not allowed to drive until you're 18. You don't get to drive until you're 18. Interesting. So you get to practice being drunk. Yeah, you kind of ease into it. Yeah. So it's been super, it was super cool. And I wasn't a beer drinker, even though my parents had it in the house and stuff. It wasn't until I did my freshman year at Holy Cross and I was like What's watching the... people. What's the watching people get drunk? My roommate was like, "Come home, like puke in the trash can on the weekends." And I was like, "Ugh, I'm so above this." And then I remember I went to a college party, <laughs> and I was like, "What? This is what you guys are drinking?" And that summer, I went home. I went back to Germany. I was like, "Oh no, okay, it's time to learn beer." <laughs> and so that summer, I spent going out, and uh, my Vi and Stefano is actually a callback to that because I drank a lot of Kristallweiss and beer that year. With big half liters, boots full of it. And yeah, I spent yeah, yeah. this. I spent the summer that summer in Heidelberg, just like on a rampage, going around drinking all the different kinds of German beers, and also a beer that they don't have here. Um, called Desperados. It's like kind of like it's like the German version of Corona. It's like <laughs> kind of lemony and super light and a really good summer beer. Uh, but yeah, that's what that's what turned me on. I I got here and I was like, I can't believe this is what you guys call beer. And then I went back home and I was like, oh, thank God. And after that, it was a beer lover. And and so then uh, then when you so this is you're saying between years. So when you went back to mm-hmm. college after being home for the summer. Did you yeah. did you go to work trying to educate some of your lesser? I tried, uh, but it wasn't in the budget. Yeah, no. <laughs> that is that is always part of the origin story. Is like, well, I'd like to drink really good beer, but uh, yeah, it wasn't in the budget, so I didn't really drink. And then I I left Holy Cross because I wasn't happy there, and I moved back to Germany. I spent a bunch of time back there, and then when I moved back uh, to the states in like 2004, 2005 to go to St. John's, I was old enough to drink here, so I was like, oh, let's try let's try beers here in the states, and um. I have some really good friends, uh, Maureen and her brother, Matt, who took me to Peculiar Pub down in the West Village, where it's like bottles only of like, and just like the menu by country. And yeah, that's where my love. That's a great place to continue your education. Oh yeah. So good. Just like, okay, pick a country. What do you want? Boom. I'll try that. Like it. Uh, It's okay. I'll drink it anyway. And you try something new. Nice. Well, so I'm curious because, you know, uh, German beers are a really specific flavor profile, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And and, you know, we focus so much on American craft beer, uh, you know, things that kind of fall into that. I mean, I'm drinking a British beer tonight, so I'm really breaking all the rules. But <laughs> British um, beer from Brooklyn. Exactly. <laughs> it is the most the most hipster thing it could possibly be. I have skinny jeans on just to really complete the outfit. But um, but I'm curious. So, you know, did it do you like craft American beers or did it take some time to get used to that? Because German beers are wonderful, but they taste so different than what the craft scene is today. Yeah. You know, what? it took me a while to it's when I think when I discovered craft beers, I was like, oh, finally, something that's comparable. Because they're like, you know, you're in college, people are drinking like PBR and they're drinking like Bud Light and all all those things. And I was like, can I get a Stella someone? And, <laughs> you know, I'd have a Stella or I'd have a Heineken here and I'd realize that it tastes completely different than it does in Germany. Oh, right. Because like all. Yeah. All those all the reasons why. Um, but I got into craft beers kind of by accident because I was like, oh, I want something that's interesting that doesn't taste like beer flavored water. And so then I started drinking like IPAs, which my mom hates. Whenever I go home, she's like, oh, you're bringing those fancy beers that no one's going to drink except you. <laughs> Take them when you leave. 
What does your mom like to drink? My mom, well, if if you go to my house, my parents' house, and you open the fridge, there's going to be Peroni, there's going to be Barsteiner, and there's probably going to be Rotterburger. Oh, okay. Mm. For like the German pills. Well, that's the, Mm -hmm. she lived there too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those those are the ones that are there. Yeah. As as popular as they are, IPAs can be very divisive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My mom thinks they're too flowery. Well, and it, I would gather, based on uh, context that I've gathered, your 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 mother might be in Worcester right now. Well, no, in she's in she's in Virginia now. Oh, she's in Virginia. Okay, because yeah. I was going to say the New England style IPA is its own unique uh, beast, and of course, that is very very uh, like Massachusetts heavy, and they're mm-hmm. using different hops than you'd get from uh, a German style beer. Well, yeah. your grandmother's in uh, Massachusetts. My grandmother's in Massachusetts. She drank the New England IPA. <laughs> <laughs> right? She she prides herself on never have had a drop of alcohol in her oh, life. Oh, that explains yeah. her longevity. Exactly. She'll be 93 this August. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. But it, I mean, the longevity possibly. Uh, there's there is the whole theory we discussed a while back. <laughs> the heavy beer no. drinkers will deny that. Yes. No, 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 no. Not the heavy ones. I'm saying the light ones. There is there is some uh. science. That okay. indicates that a light beer drinker might actually live longer than than someone who never drinks at all. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you have genetics to keep you alive, that 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 helps too. Of course, but yes. uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, when I was in a when I was with the uh, the 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 Belgian babe on a tour of the Stouts uh, in Pennsylvania, mm. where he was talking about that he's like uh, so he was like I remember that yeah essentially saying that uh, an IPA day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, a I brewer said it. it, so it's got to be true. Must be true. Yes. They never lie ever about anything. No, I, he he even he acknowledged that like the amount he had, he was he'd like neutralize the whole thing. But right. if, like if you do like a certain amount, it's like you know it's the whole thing about how if you drink a glass of red wine a day, it keeps away heart disease. That right, right. right. I've been advised to to uh, prefer red wine to uh, to beer. It depends on the day. It's not appropriate for every day. Yeah. That is very true. Well, Nikki, as a non-German beer drinker, like that's Uh not really always been in my wheelhouse. For people who might be new to German beers, are there specific ones that we should be trying? I think the Weinstefaner Hefeweizen, that one is always a a good, Mm -hmm. like if you, like if you came to Heidelberg with me and I took you downtown, I would take you to a place and you'd get a Kristallweizen or just like the regular one. And if you want something a little bit fruity, they have the Banana Weizen. Okay. Um, which I don't really like. And if you really want to like kind of water it down, you could do a Rodler. So we'll do like, you know, Sprite and, and or like a lemonade and the beer. Um, but I feel like it's a good entry entry point because everybody that I've introduced to that particular beer, they're like, oh, I could drink this. Um, they don't, it doesn't taste as beery as some other beers. Mm. And they like it because they put like an orange in it and people feel fancy. <laughs> yeah, we don't put the orange in it in uh, in in Germany. I don't think. Sometimes uh, I'll do cinnamon too, just like a oh. touch of cinnamon on the top, and people really like that. Um, uh, so how about the Rauch beer? Uh, I love them. I do too. I oh, people don't like them, but like oh, is it the Schlerlingkerle? That one so good. Yeah, say the name so, of the brewery. Uh, I think it's S C H L Schlerlingkerle. Yeah. We used to have that at the beer hall. That's how I've I've taught myself to pronounce it. They had that um, on like seasonally at the beer hall that I used to waitress at in Midtown. 
Yeah, and that's, yeah. that can be found in in the states. That's pretty much. The, yeah, I don't. I think I've seen that one. The uh, the golden standard for for uh, beers or Rausch yeah. beers, as we would say here. Uh, with the, I've seen always... some breweries. I brought in a, a couple of of smoked lagers yeah. to the podcast before, but they're always few and far between. Uh, the one from uh, uh, Suarez family. I yes. brought in that one, and they, oh, that yeah, was fairly comparable uh, to. Uh, to a good, uh, a good smoked lager. It is, it is, it, it can be a turnoff for people because you, you smell it immediately and you're like, why does the beer smell like bacon? Well, so people always say say the bacon thing, and I'm like, I don't get bacon. I just get smoke. It's smoky. Mm-hmm. It's like a mm-hmm. nice peated whiskey. You're like, oh yes, right on, right like on. A good scotch. I like, I like. Um, I mean, I like peated peated scotches. You know, the the smokier the better. <laughs> I like Ardbeg. That's my that's my scotch of choice currently. Ooh. So Nikki, since uh, it's interesting show. that this whole thing all <laughs> got started for us because we were trying to recreate the whole scene of, uh, you know, what the one we'd hang out in bars and do things. And as a trivia host, mm-hmm. um, you're that's that's sort of a really important thing that we're missing about uh, about bar culture. Um, does it when you do the virtual events with them? Is I'm, I'm assuming that drinking <sighs> is a part of that as well. Yeah, drinking is definitely a part of our, our Game of Thrones virtual trivia because uh, everybody's at home, so they don't have to go anywhere. Uh, and it's really, really fun and interesting because you'll see what people we do it at three o'clock on a Sunday. So okay. it's like you get the people who are like not willing to admit that they're drinking beer at three o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> and then you have the people by the time that they come on, they're like three, three drinks in. Uh, yeah. But it's such an important it's such an important part of it. Like when we used to do it at Kings County Distillery, one of the highlights was that during the breaks, you get drink tokens and you'd go over and you'd come back with like a boiler maker. They'd you know, do their whiskey in their in their canned beer. Yeah, we were there for one of those with you. That was that was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. It was a cool spot. I miss that spot. That. I can't wait to do it in person again because like the virtual vibe is really cool and you can like throw people into breakout rooms because you've got Zoom and like all this technology, but it's nothing beats doing it in person. True. Yeah, oh, very yeah. true. Um, well, I-, I can report because Kings County Distillery is very close to my undisclosed location that, you That's know, right. they're not doing events, but they're doing well. They've got a beautiful outdoor area. So a uh, big shout out to them because they have been keeping the whole neighborhood, you know, well cared for during all the indoor times. That's yeah, amazing just, to hear. Uh, I'm so glad. We yeah. just got the exciting news of uh, <laughs> the exciting or crazy news that that uh, vaccinated people can pretty much do whatever they want now. Without <laughs> yeah. Masks. Well, except, we just, except the... good seats at baseball games. I don't yes. know if you guys saw yeah, that. Yeah, we, we have talked about that a little bit. Yeah, here's the vaccinated section. The rest of you go back there. Have they done that apart. at ball games? Because they, 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 I've been finding that people don't even want to, it's like rude to ask if you've been vaccinated, I find in a lot of What's settings. your status? What's your status? <laughs> yeah. When who, I go who, on like da- the dating profiles, I would sure. <laughs> now, now, who actually thinks it's rude to ask? Probably the people who haven't been vaccinated and don't want to. They're the, are well, they the I ones who think know. it's rude? I feel like uh, 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 I, it's I don't think it's rude. I think it's a great idea. And yeah. I, yeah. I want to shame people into getting vaccinated. 100%. I do too. You've got your your shots, Nick. Oh yeah, I'm double vaxxed. I'm yeah. you know, what's what's fun? My my I got vaccinated the same day my dad got vaccinated. Oh, and nice. that's just that just goes to show you how different the rollouts are in New York and Virginia right. because, you know, my entire family except for my dad got COVID after he was I vaccinated. Oh, wow. Like every last one of them. Um so guess what it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah get your shots y'all now here they, actually that's something i, I heard uh, something about today so they all got it after they got vaccinated but were they all symptomatic 
No, no, no. Only my dad was vaccinated. Only and everybody dad was vaccinated. Everyone else, okay. Everybody else got it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I, I just, I was just right before I got well. on here, I was hearing yeah, some story okay. about some sports team uh, where like eight vaccinated people on one team all got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the Yankees. But, I think it was, yeah. But only one of them was symptomatic. Yeah. I mean, they, if, they, if, they, if they hadn't had required tests, none of those seven people would have known. That's how little effect it has on Ooh. most people who are vaccinated. Yeah. Well, we got out this week uh, being vaccinated, and uh, true. Is to have a actual beer venger uh, outing last Sunday. We went to the Torch and Crown uh, Brew Pub down in Soho. Ooh. Uh, really nice spot. We've been waiting to go there for a while. Yes. And Torch they had been waiting to open for a while too because they had to delay it a few times. Yeah, and there were even there were even people sitting at the bar. I was like, oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> but they got good food, and uh, I think they got great beer there too. I yeah. agree. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, and a uh, little plug thing that we didn't even so we had phenomenal time, and I uh, our server was out of this world. Um, yeah, he did a great job, Andres. Or yes, Andre. Dre. Yes, <laughs> he was fantastic. Major major high fives to them, but they've got a really great uh, deal where if you go and you you know have food at the bar uh, and you want to do some beers to go, you know cans and things, they will actually give you twenty percent. And I think all of us were a little surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one percent discount. Yeah, we were all a little surprised because of course we'd had so many great beers that on the way out we definitely needed to get some to go, and they were very they were like, oh well, we need to bring in your discount, and I think all of us were kind of floored. So thank you, George. What? Yeah, we I just wrote that oh, down. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, what was cool about it is, uh, and yeah, Torch and Crown, it's it's way downtown, uh, just off a few of those trains there. It's uh, on Van Damme Street. And uh, and, and yeah, like Sixth I think the reason yeah. I was determined to get some some cans and bottles on the way out was because when I'm at it, I was like, it was all about the draft experience. Yeah. When you're oh, there, yeah. I'm like, okay, we didn't come here to drink out of cans. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that at home for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have some nice draft beer. And they got a lot of like nice IPAs and sours and uh Oh, I love a sour. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was listening to the sour episode and I was like, how are you guys getting these low APV sours? Because I looked at mine, it was ten percent. Oh I was like, oh yeah. Where where are you getting your ten percent sours? Flying Flying Dog has a a mango pineapple sour Mm. that's really, really good and easy to drink. And then my other favorite one is the Victory Sour Monkey. Oh, yeah, that yeah. one's about nine. Yeah, that is that is yeah. It, yeah, yeah I, I, oh, oh, you mean when I was talking about how that's what I see? I like it was, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't wasn't meaning to say that they're all that way, but I find that I that I've been in more than one situation where I've been in a bar. I'm like, oh, that looks like a good sour, but I don't know if I want to pay that much for that low in ABV. Yeah, it's, it's like, like there's a lot of them that are yeah. say under yeah. five. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. You can keep them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Berliner Weisses are are low ABV and the Gozas and. Uh, well, and it's starting to be sour season, you know. So it's a lot of them, are, a lot of them are really starting to come out, um, which is exciting. Do you have I'm a, all about it? Do you have a do you do you have a favorite? You know, I know you've got that one, but are there are there like is there? Well, no, you've got your two that are there. Yeah, there's uh, those two. I mean, I'll try. I'll try it. I'll try, if it's a sour, I'll try it because they're not all great. That's for sure. That's true. Yes, and they're I, not I, all easy to drink either. Like, like, I want it on a hot day. I want it to be like very easy, not like. I do not feel like my mouth is destroyed afterwards. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really liked that one I had last week, the one from Aslan. Um, I, I think I've only had, uh, I, I've only poured for myself a sour on the show maybe two or three times, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't seek it out a lot, but I really enjoy a good one 
now and again. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised by the flying dog sour because like I find like their beers are sometimes just aggressively over alcoholic. Yes. I'm like, what's going like on the with double this? dog, double oh, yeah. dog IPA. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've had that a bunch of times if I just like the need to get the bitch. job done. Yeah. Both <laughs> of those. I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't have a lot of time, so let's get one of those. Yeah. Not Absolutely. But it, it was really good. It was really good. I would definitely drink. I actually drank two of them. And I was like, I'll, I'll buy this again. Well, very good. Nice. All right. Well, I, uh, I, I, I stepped out for a moment uh, because uh, I, I had to take a really quick trip uh, to a special place uh, in my apartment that I, that I call the Captain's Cellar. Going to the Captain's Cellar, yeah. Come high water or hell, yeah. It's filled with stouts and porters, made with bricks and mortars. Going to the captain's cellar. Yeah. Yeah. This one's beautiful. only been in the cellar. This one's only been in the cellar uh, since March. Uh, but I had oh, to pull I take it, it back. Because... That's not long enough. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep the song in the final cut. Uh, no, this is. Uh... <laughs> that was the best version I've done, so. Next week, uh, I am uh, I'm going to go to Ohio to visit with the person who I will hereafter uh, be referring to as Father Brown Stout. Um, oh, prison. It's my dad. Oh, I like uh, that. That's good. Yeah. Father Brown Stout. Uh, and uh, you may have remembered if uh, our longtime listeners who heard our show back in January, where we had the incredulous bulk on, uh, yes. that I had a beer. I had a beer from Listerman's on there. Uh, we also talked about the incredible crawls that he he organized in Dayton, ending at a place called the Barrel House. Well, in preview of the next next week's show, this one that I got from Tavor is a collaboration between Ooh. Listerman and the Barrel House. Perfect. Um, and it Lovely. is called uh, Cookies and C R E A M. Uh, and uh, it's a it's a it's a take on the Wu Tang Clan song. Got uh, it. everything around me. Cream, get the money. Yes. Uh, but apparently they they have a I, I, I'm going to pour it and I'm going to explain the story afterwards because I was uh, I previewed this one last weekend and it was great. Here we go. All right. All right. Oh wow! Wow! Pouring Dark. so it's yeah. pretty slow. Oh, Almost boy. no head. Getting a little of that caramel head is coming right. to life Just there. Barely any. Okay, now it there it just bloomed a little bit, but oh wow! I, oh. I would drink a lot of that. I think. <laughs> Me too. Um, so apparently, I'm gonna I'm gonna I have, to have to read this again here. The uh, the they have a cat, a we uh, a ferret named Wu Tang, <laughs> like one does, like one they're, does. Their ferrets are named Wu Tang and Cookies. Um, <laughs> and so and 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 apparently, people who uh, who have ferrets, the one thing they like to call them, I found this in the Urban Dictionary, is cat weasels. Okay. Or not, or, or, sure. or cat weasels, or cat cat snakes, uh, snakes. And, and, and so the, in this instance, because of those these two uh, uh, ferrets, they were C R E A M stands for cat snakes rule everything around me. And so I like it. We have okay. cookies. In oh wow! C-R-E-A-M. Okay. Oh, the blood up now. That, that makes everything. That's why you spelled it. Okay. Yeah, they had. I mean, they have. They have initials on it. Right. I mean, that's, yeah, it, just, it wouldn't have made any sense if I hadn't okay. said cookies and C-R-E-A-M. I'm a little slow. I didn't get I'm all about good acronyms. I'm, I love yeah. it. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a well-named beer. I, I, we've had a couple well-named beers over the last couple, uh, specifically on this episode. So what's I just want to get the final thoughts on that black IPA since we don't talk about black IPA. Sure, sure. That's true. For you, I mean. Oh, we, final did thoughts? We, was, did we like I'm, it? <laughs> I did like it very much. Uh, no, I, I like I like the the flavor profile. It just uh, it's it's not like a stout, even though it has some of those really great things. But it's the, to me, it's the perfect blending of 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 some of those flavors you associate with a stout. But but that really like refreshing pop of the of the hoppiness. There. Okay, so you got that. Yeah. yeah, when I used to have a black IPAs over a pony in the day back in the yeah. day, I used to be like, well, this is kind of why isn't it? How is this not a porter? Uh-huh. It's always my. I, I really think it's it. the hop flavor profile that makes yeah. it a black IPA. I mean, it it definitely it doesn't taste like a normal IPA, but it doesn't not taste like an IPA. Okay, if that makes sense. If that's you know, if that's, I left and I that's came not back to the opposite of technical for you. <laughs> it's not this, but it's not not the other thing. <laughs> well, I I grabbed a beer as well. Uh, so we were talking about Torch and Crown, and I got one of this is my twenty percent discount. I got the. The wheelhouse. That's in your wheelhouse. From our friends, Torching Crown. They're calling it a Kolsch, but as we know, it's a Kolsch style ale. Come on, correct. This was this was sampled the other uh, the other day. Yeah, I really liked it. We had it on draft, and I'll see if we enjoy it in the can. Again, this is a this is one I'm gonna have to pour right handed if we're gonna get a good picture. I'm left handed, by the way, if you don't know. And a nice straight sided glass for your Kolsch. Well done. Not getting good. Mm -hmm. good. This is cans too white. All right, there we go. I can still pour right-handed. This is a good test for my... Ability. Oh, yeah. And it's got that good creamy foam buildup at the top that I always enjoy on a Kolsch-style beer, oh, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. A little too much head, but that was the right-handed pour there, so... Yeah. Apologies all around. Now, one of the things I recall from this one is that this beer was a little hazier than I would have expected from a Kolsch. Is yeah, that... it's got a bit of a haze to it, yeah. Uh, and I do, I actually do expect that from a Kolsch, as opposed mm-hmm. to... Because a Kolsch is a... a uh, it's supposed to be an uh, uh, an imitation of a lager, mm-hmm. even though it's an ale. It's a, we call it a hybrid ale. And of course, you can't be a Kolsch officially, according to the European Union, unless you are brewed within 50 kilometers of the city of Cologne. Mm-hmm. But here in the U.S., we don't care about those rules. <laughs> Sparkling wines. In make German, as much Swiss it's called Köln. Köln? Köln. Köln. How do we spell Köln? The same way? No. K-O with the umlaut, L-N. Mm. Oh, the umla, that's the thing that always does me in. Home. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is delicious. It's a really nice, very I like a good Kolsch. Oh, my God. Super summery. I almost I went their, with one for this. I had their Kolsch last year. It was called the, the Share House, and this one's called the Wheelhouse. So uh, I think this is just as good as last year's. And then last year's made my best of list for Kolsch's, even though I had only two Kolsch's in the year. But it was the <laughs> of the two. <laughs> it was the winner. Excellent. Yeah. Didn't get out a lot last year. I don't know why. No one knows. Yeah, something uh, something was going on. Uh, <laughs> just a little thing. Going on. I have a second beer too, but I'm going to finish this one first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No pressure. I whenever, whenever, whenever we get to it. Um, we're all about. Uh, well, then, uh, while we're waiting for that, I, I should mention about. Uh, we don't have to like full on go into uh, the the weekend beer, but I uh, I had a significant thing today mm-hmm. uh, with that. Way back around, I think it was episode twenty-seven uh, when we had the uh, when we had the blonde on. I'm trying to think that might be a better way to abbreviate the Belgians. Is just cut out the Belgian when we're trying to abbreviate them. The blonde and the babe. <laughs> the blonde and the babe. Uh, but uh, when we had the blonde on the second time, 
and we were all talking about sustainable uh, mm -hmm. brewing practices. Um, and in my research, I discovered that there was a place in my neighborhood that Big Alice worked with. Mm -hmm. It's just like crazy, crazy kind of thing. I think it was, I don't think it's a pandemic invention. Uh, they're called the Phoenix Bakehouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I think it's operating out of like someone's apartment or something. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> what had happened with Big Alice is they'd, they'd gotten some of their uh, spent uh, grain and they made sourdough bread out of it. Mm. Uh, and, and what this place does though, they're pretty much their, their main business is they make a couple of things once a week and uh, you have to get on their mailing list to even know when they're going to do this, but they will send out emails on Monday and said, Hey, here are the styles of bread we're making. Uh, they'll be ready Thursday. Uh, if you want them, buy them and pay for them now and then come by Astoria park between four 30 and six and pick up your bread. Wow. Pick it up. Wow. In the park. Yeah, I pick it up in the, in the park because she lives like right across the street from that right edge of the park. Um, and uh, so you go down and uh, wearing a mask and say, uh, I'm this person. And they say, oh, here you are on the list. Here's your bread. And so wow. I got my first loaf of uh, country sourdough from Astoria or from Phoenix Bakehouse today. Interesting. And I How made myself it? a grilled cheese sandwich and it was pretty remarkable. That's what kind nice. of cheese did you use, though? Oh, I I didn't I didn't do anything particularly fancy. I just had what I had in my refrigerator. Uh, when you're going out of town, you know you don't like. I should buy oh, something, true. but uh, <laughs> but the bread did a lot of the heavy lifting on this one anyway. It was uh, oh. I, I used I used a blend of mozzarella and cheddar um, uh, because mozzarella melts so well, but cheddar adds more to the flavor. Then yeah. I also uh, chopped up some garlic. Uh, and then some sliced black olives. Ooh. I spray a little sriracha on there as well. I thought you said it wasn't fancy. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I said the cheese wasn't fancy. <laughs> the now, sandwich was top notch. The captain keeps it classy. If we know yeah. anything about the captain, it's that he but keeps yeah, it classy. It, it's, that's, it's one that's of these breads that is, it's it. like, it's like the most fresh bread I've ever had in my life. Like almost like I can't really cut it that well until tomorrow because mm. it's so soft and fresh and yeah. Is there a is there a place where we can find these people? Phoenix Phoenix Bakehouse. Uh, oh, I know they're on Instagram. Um, the instructions are there. Or basically, yeah. If you're if you're in the neighborhood and you, if there's something you you want to do, you have to send them your email address because you, you basically you can't do this unless you're on their mailing list. It was wow. funny because the I, I tried to do this the week after we had that that episode, and uh, and it was like one week where I think I just bought breads. I'm like, I'll do it next week, and then she didn't have any for a month. Oh. Which and now finally she's back and she says she's going to do it every week. So wow. yeah, I mean this like <clears throat> this week the options were country sourdough and uh, the Jewish rye sourdough. Ooh. Which then, I know Big Alice uh, does an excellent rye uh, jalapeno rye that I imagine that's coming. They certainly that's do. Yeah, from. yeah. Um, and then they also uh, the one I'm really I hope I get a chance to do at some point. They have a black pepper cheddar sourdough. Ooh. So I'm really looking forward to getting uh, when when she rotates that one in again. So Huck, uh, I guess you said you had a, you had a few huckups. Should we should we move on to that? Yeah, we could do we could do that. <laughs> like we can we could watch Nikki get her beer. Well, yeah, that that is fine. That's what we're doing. We're watching Nikki. Here. Or, or maybe maybe first, well, maybe now now that she's back, while well, we talked through that, maybe we should uh, let her pour her next beer because yeah, we'll be, certainly got. don't want her to okay. be dry. Well, it's a surprise because oh, I went okay. to the store. I was like, well, of course, if I'm going to, I'm going to represent Germany. I'm going to do German all the way. I oh, well have done. a Schoferhofer. Oh, yes. Which I love. But this is a new one. This is the passion fruit flavor. Oh, hello. Which I've wow, never seen go. before. Yeah, I've mostly seen just the grapefruit version. The yeah, grapefruit the grapefruit one is awesome. It's like my favorite beach beer. 
Yeah, nice. that one really took off. I feel like in in the the pandemic year and even the year before, everybody was looking oh, for yeah. it. Yeah, we had it at the bar uh, that I worked at, uh, and people buy it like crazy. Oh, listen to that! that. Really tall glass. Yeah. It's a beautiful port. It's got that gorgeous Look like that. all the way like, in ready reddish color. Lovely, really okay. tight bubbles at the top. Really nice and so pretty, and it smells really yeah. good. You hold because the, what's uh, the other bottle, flavor? You hold the bottle that... next to it so we can get a good look at that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wait, hold on there. Pretty. Passion fruit. Right, because they have another flavor that I I tried and I was like, oh, too sweet. Don't want it. But we'll see. All right. Let's see what we do with this one. Oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Now this is officially a Rattler, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's not as carbonated as I would like it to be. Mm. But it's also not too sweet, which I was afraid it would be. Okay. And just for the folks at home, a rattler specifically means that they're mixing it with what? Well, it depends on where you are. Because if you're in Germany, it means lemonade. In here, they do it like Sprite. Unacceptable. Oh, they do it with a soda. Yeah. And that's the origin of, a, of the, the rattler itself is that is that uh, the, uh, there was a, a bar owner who knew that there was a lot of people coming to town and he actually realized he didn't have enough beer mm. to supply them all. Uh. So he said, well, I got this this uh, this lemony soda. <laughs> let's, uh-huh. uh, let's just put, mix them. And it's then so good in the summertime. Go it's kind of well, like a meatloaf. As, as far as the origin of that, does that have anything like any connection with uh, the, the British shandy? It's very similar. Very similar yeah. concept, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very good. Yeah, they're kind of the same I'm thing. I'm actually surprised. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it is. Because there's a they have another flavor, and I can't remember which. I had to look it up. Um, but they have like the original grapefruit one, with the, which is amazing. Yep. And then they came out with a second flavor. And now there's this one. And when I saw it today, I, because I liked, because I don't like, you know, like Hefeweizens too much, I like to add passion fruit nectar into it if I'm going to drink it. Yeah. So oh, this nice. is like, it's everything I wanted in one place. Nice. Very good. Nice. Well, Huck, let's hear it because I I always just need to be knocked down a level on my. uh... Well, you know, like I said, these Huck ups, uh, I I almost had a song for it. Uh, Well, well, maybe we'll get a song next week. No, the song's not ready. I'm still working on it. I'm having trouble sleeping, so I'm writing the Huck up song (laughs) while I'm. I'm, uh, uh, But uh, Huck ups, uh, if you don't know, are where we do our corrections and clarifications from the previous week. So starting off, uh, clarification, Brunchies, which was a beer we talked about. Yes. From, excuse me, <laughs> Aslin Brewing. Yes. Uh, and it was a collaboration with Troon Brewing out of New Jersey. It was a sour IPA with blueberry, maple, lemon, and coffee. So it was the coffee that really Ooh. put it over the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, It yeah. made it just such a wonderful All the beer. things you want at brunch. Wow. And I mentioned that when I did that trade in Brooklyn with the guys that gave me that extra beer from a brewery that... That sounded like some kind of cat. <laughs> it was Ocelot. Ocelot Brewing out of Virginia. Ocelot. Well, that ah. is some kind of cat. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. I was right there. Uh, we talked about 5440, right? 5440 or fight, yeah. 5440 or fight is right. a reference. And it is it is a reference to the latitude. Okay. Uh, in that when we did Western expansion, go west, young man, right? They wanted to get people pushed right up to that Oregon border. Right. And fill it with, uh, with uh, you know, European types. So, yes. <laughs> it's so funny. You, as soon as you said go west, I remember, I don't know if that came out over here, but there was like, it was really popular in Germany when I was a teenager and it was go west by the Pet Shop Boys. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, remember that, yeah. I remember that video. It was hilarious. And 5440 is the brewery that we were talking about, and that is the, the uh, latitudinal uh, degrees. Uh, let's so it was see. All, it was all about American imperialism is basically what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yes. All right. Yes. Our version of what we learned yes, from our destruction uh, of the indigenous yeah. people. And yes, yes. All that. All that things good, that all we learned. Uh, just for my own, uh, I neglected to mention that when I was in California, we also went to Danville Brewing, mm-hmm. uh, which is a frequent uh, 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 place that I go to. Really nice uh, beer. And I enjoyed a couple of IPLs that they had. Oh, uh, that's an India, IPL. It's an India Pale Lager. So it's a hoppy Ooh. lager, essentially. Uh, and these were very nice. One was called Hello Strata, uh, which is a type of hop. And then the other one was Hello Mosaic. And they were they were very good. Also had a nice Irish stout while I was there. I uh, had a, a flight. So that was it. That was good. I forgot to tell you guys, I had this calamari steak when I was out there. Oh, calamari steak. Calamari. It said, uh, we went to brunch and it said, uh, we were in Monterey, California. Uh, Pacific Grove, actually, where uh, where the captain was born, I believe. Where I lived as an infant. You lived as a child. Yes. Well, I lived until about through first grade. Technically, I was born in a hospital in Carmel, uh, but I lived in Pacific right, Carmel. Grove. Lived in yeah. Pacific Grove. So we went to, to brunch and they said calamari. I asked the waitress, how's that calamari steak and egg? She was like, that's really good. And my experience now... Uh, uh, Nikki and I are cousins, so we, you know, going to Christmas Eve at Auntie Bernie's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, she makes the baked calamari in the oven, and that's that's really good. So that's I was so kind of good. expecting that, like this. <laughs> oh, you don't like it as much. <laughs> you haven't been there when I'm there because I do the deep fried uh, calamari when mm. I'm when I'm there at Christmas Eve. We'll have to. We'll have to. I've been trying to that. get a Christmas Eve with our birches with the other birches for. We'll talk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm all about it. I want it to happen. But this calamari steak was like this thick. It was actually like a steak. Wow. And so I guess these Pacific calamari are bigger or whatever. And you had to cut it with a knife, but it really was. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was so good. All right. Um, now, I, 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 have a, I have a follow up here. So that thing you okay, said please. last week where you said sometimes you love smelling a steak, but once you start eating it, it feels like work. Right. But, <laughs> but you you didn't have that feeling with the calamari. No, not steak. with the calamari, no. Yeah, no, because I, the... I personally I don't have that feeling with the other steak as well. I'm like, I I, I, I will be sad when this is gone. I was yeah, like when I'm ha- when I when I'm working on a steak, it's just like yeah, it's it's just like every bite of it is like, ah, oh, I wish there was more of this. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> I, I I don't I don't really have that. Uh I've have had some steaks that were just so good, you know, but had a wonderful skirt steak at the Torch and Crown the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, skirt steak I like. Yeah, that's usually nice and meaty. Yeah, it's always like the, the when it's really grisly that I don't like. Oh, I get that. Oh, uh, sure. we talked about uh, 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 Omagong and their mm-hmm. Game of Thrones beers. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, having Nikki here, yep, uh, definitely had those. I said it was the beer was called Hand of the King. It was Hand of the Queen. Of course. Okay, the barley wine uh, named that's for right. Tyrion. Right, Hand of the Queen. These are very. These aren't really hookups. These are just. <laughs> I mean, if we have we gotten a hookup, here's a real hookup. Uh, uh, our neighborhood Trapel man mentioned that there were crocodiles all over Florida. Mm. They're alligators. Alligators. They're, they're alligators. That's okay. correct. That's I think correct. that's what he meant to say. I think I think it was just a slip of the tongue. You know, here's we were just one. trying to. We, we didn't want to be too do too much research because we just want to get out of Florida. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. Have a, <laughs> we, had, we had a beef with Florida last week. We're adding them to the list with. Uh, 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 Nutpool and Staten Island, and uh, 
and now Florida. Sure. Although so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna specify again, my beef is with their governor, not with the citizens. Okay, that's fair. We all. I mean, that. sure, some of the citizens, except and the citizens who agree with the governor. But there you go. No, but it it really does. It really does. Some of them did, but a lot of them didn't. Like that was always the case. But it's it goes back to exactly what we were talking about with, uh, what does it matter if we can determine like okay, vaccinated people can you get special privileges, uh, you you can do this, you can do these things as long as you're not around unvaccinated people. But it's all moot if you live in a state where the governor isn't allowed to ask anyone. He says right. no business can yeah. make a rule about vaccinated people. It just it's very counterproductive. I don't know. I guess he wants us to keep keeping this. Uh, well, he wants to get elected by the. Uh, yeah. And he wants a lot of his people to die of COVID too, I guess. If enough of them survive, he'll get reelected. Oh, man. I talked to, I have some people who are business owners and restaurant owners in Florida. They're like, we've stayed open this whole time and this is great. And I was like, well, it's nice if you have really good weather all year round and you can do outdoor everything all the time. Yeah. Because that's not the case here. No, no. That's really where our numbers went up. Yeah. When everybody was back yeah. indoors. Yeah. Uh, we had a beer from the brewery last week. Uh, oh yeah, the Orchata, and I, you know, I, I, this is what this is the basis of a hookup. Is I just, I just put things out there and, and think they're true. I said, oh, I, I had one that I think that was hazier, and I didn't. I had the same beer that he had. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. It, I, I actually had to look that one up for the spelling because the uh, it there's is like it's or, and then there's an X for Chata. I think X A T A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it just tastes like the the Horchata itself. The drink is a cloudier milky drink mm-hmm. but this this was more like a, a creamier taste and it was a clear beer so that was not uh, that was my mistake and one more stone brewing oh yeah uh, them all you have to do is go to their website and see that they are extremely focused on the ipa so there's no worries there that they're changing okay. their <laughs> anytime soon i'm glad we've uh glad we've got that covered yeah there I, you go those are the hookups all right. Well, I'd say that sounds like a pretty good show. You know, it's funny. The, uh, the, the thing with the, with the horchata, uh, I, in my last uh, order from Tavor, I got a couple of really nice horchata stouts from Prairie Ooh. called uh, You Got a Horchata. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you Got a Horchata. It's very pretty. It looks like that. No, I can't see it, of course. Like, yeah, hold it closer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can kind of see oh. it there. And no one who's listening can see it, but, uh, you know, look it up. Just for yeah. We only do, we do this <laughs> look show it up. for ourselves. It's because you of the last episode that I definitely want to try. Um, what is, I saw the pastryarchy one, the double mm-hmm. Mexican hot chocolate, and I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, yes, not today, but I will be back. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, and that was one I just found in my local grocery store. Yeah, that's where it it's, was. It's food fun. bazaar. <laughs> yeah, Ducla Ducla just has. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, Berry Fresh Farms in Astoria. Yeah, they have uh, good distribution. Yeah, but yeah, they have like it was. It was. It was funny because the one you were listening to, we had the guy from Arkansas on. Yeah, and, that's right. And basically, their distribution stops at his state line. It's twenty-one oh. states, and it's like all oh, on this half, and then <laughs> yes, not you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, such a shame. So good. So many, there's so many good beers out there. I have to say that every time I go to the grocery store, I stand in front of, the, I'm just like, okay, what's it going to be? Breathe. I don't know. Cause people say like, well, what kind of beer do you like? And the answer for me to that is always, it depends. Yeah. 
depends. What am I in the mood for? If you buy me, if you're just gonna, if you're just gonna like bring a beer for me, I'm probably not gonna like it because I'm not in the mood for that one today. <laughs> so you like, I'll need to go with you, and I'll make, I'll make a choice. But uh, but now we, a lot of good stuff out there. So you're very, you're very. I think the the term is Catholic in your <laughs> taste in beer, right? I'm using with the small c. It just sure. means you 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 enjoy. You're very eclectic. Uh, yeah, taste in beer. But if you had to narrow it down to two or three favorites, what would that be? If I had to pick, like, just like any time kind of drinks, so, like, no matter what the weather was, because like yeah. winter, I like different beers than I like in the summer. Seasonal beer drinker, excellent. Yeah, like uh, so sours are not they're they're fun in the winter, but they're more fun in the summer. All right, that makes sense. Right. Um, in the wintertime, I want like a dark, heavy, like an oatmeal stout type vibe. Mm. In the summertime, I want something much, much lighter. Um, maybe a Kolsch, maybe mm, a, a nice unfiltered lager, maybe something like around, around those. Yeah, it depends. Right, depends. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting more lagers uh, uh, being made by craft brewers. Uh, the IPA uh, craze, the haze craze, is still. Uh, top of the list, but uh, we're dar- starting to see more loggers and uh, and more different styles uh, coming out. And I think we're going to see more of that as we go along, yeah. because, like you say, people want to have more variety, and they're gonna people are going to get not get over the IPA, but they're not going to want it every time. Like, yeah, which is where we are now with the Haze Boys. I mean, they got to have it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I think we're going to see more of that, and it's going to be an interesting evolution in the American craft mm-hmm. beer scene for sure. Well, and with the seasonality that you've got, this like variety, I'm curious if that lends itself to a beer vendor name for our newest addition to the crew. Wow, is it time? Is it that time? I I I I, I think it is. Unless, yeah. Do we do we need any more information from her before uh, we we're able to start finding our way there? If you're wondering what that's on the wall back there, that's Dark Phoenix. Okay, but that's an X Men thing, right? It is an X-Men thing. Okay. And above it is a Game of Thrones clock. Well, <laughs> All right. you know, well, well, a name can be bestowed. Sometimes the, the owner of the name has a deep, you know, deep inclination as to how they, they feel they may be coming out. So, Nikki, do you have any specific initial no, thoughts here? No, because they, every, everybody that I asked before this, all their names sucked. Can you give oh, us okay. an example of what we're Oh, there was like short and stout because I'm 5'1". And I like dark beers. <laughs> I thought of that. There is like Das Birch Boot, but I was like, I'm supposed to be anonymous. Don't use the last name. Right, um, right. And then somebody was like, what about Reinheitsgebot? And I was like, nobody's going to be able to say the purity laws of Germany. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I told you they were bad. It was bad. Reinheitsgebot. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you say Reinheitsgebot. Reinheitsgebot. And you're saying that R sounds almost like a V, like a... Uh, I, I, Fine, oh yeah, uh, it's like a. It's, it's Fine. the back of your foot. <laughs> Fine heights kabut, though. Because I say that word every day. Yeah. Because of the job that uh, right uh, beer wonder and I have that we're hosting a, a beer tasting. So I say, have you all heard of the Fine heights kabut? <laughs> and people go, no, we, no, sir. No, no we, we have not. But that's why German beer tastes better. I had a guy from Belgium on the call today, and I as soon as I, I, I agree, up, the like, German beer. Excuse me, the Belgians were making beer first. <laughs> sorry, I, Captain. I, yes, I, I'm sorry. I I I stepped all over your anecdote. I apologize. That's uh, fine. No, you were fine. No, I was just thinking about how what you're saying about Germans or specifically European beer is better than American always used to be true. It Americans used to be had, true. Americans have made leaps and bounds uh, in the last decade or two, which is oh yeah, absolutely. 
Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to do the show because we'd just yeah. be talking about the same beers every week. Oh God! Uh, or we'd be talking about nothing but imports. Um, <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear what Hawks are. I, I have, I have one possibility. Okay. Uh, okay. I okay. Uh, well, since in, you know, since in, uh, uh, in I think Game I have Thrones, the name, so I'm there, just there, leading up to it. There's a lot of great bar culture in Game of Thrones. There's a lot of time spent in taverns and things. Oh. So I thought of Mother of Flagons. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's love. That's excellent. That's very nice. I love wow. it. Wow, that is good. That is good. Very good. Okay. Okay. Wow. We, that's in competition now with mine. Next. Uh, Beer wonder. Any 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 thoughts? I, you know, I'm so bad at naming things. I rely on you guys for these things. So, Huck, what have you got? <laughs> I don't know if you, if uh, Nikki, if you listened to the episode that I wasn't on, uh, that mm. they uh, had to do the beer naming. <laughs> Let's get oh, to that I did because, because, I did because with her German way. connection, I think she needs to weigh in on that one. But let's let's focus on her right now. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so I have a couple ideas. Uh, uh, the first one I thought of is uh, uh, Auntie Ginger. I thought it was uh, oh, Auntie funny. Ginger. It's I more love of her. an in joke because we have an Auntie Ginger, and she's. We do. Uh, I thought that's a good Irish uh, name, also uh, maybe Caribbean roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and and that is not her name; is not Ginger. So she's already using a. She's an uh, alias. Mm-hmm. An alias, right. And no one, I've never heard anyone call her by her name. Me neither. Never. Not once. No, never once. She's not the ginger. Only if you pick up her mail. <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah. You see like, oh. Her certificate. I think it is Kathleen, just for clarification. You're not Shout out to Auntie Ginger. Shout out to Ginger. Uh, but no, maybe not that one. Here's the one I thought of. We were talking about the Rattler. That's the name. The Rattler. Oh, I like that. It's like like that one too. uh, Except that, uh, uh, you know, the purple jumpsuit and instead of question marks (laughs) all over it, you'll have just like little slices of lemon and grapefruit and now (laughs) passion fruit, right? Passion fruit. Because pomegranate is the other flavor and it's not that good. Okay. Don't, we won't put pomegranates on the album. Do not. But now that you've said uh, uh, mother of flagons, I like that a lot. That's my favorite. I have a Game of Thrones one as well. Uh, this is one that wasn't on the TV show. Lady Steinhardt. <laughs> right. yeah. I like that one too. Yeah, that is so really I think good. it's, it's got to be. Either I like one. Mother of Flagons because I feel like people will not pronounce Lady Steinhardt pro- uh, properly. <laughs> it's also people don't understand the reference because it wasn't in the TV show. <laughs> exactly. She didn't that make was, the cut. Spoiler well, alert. Read the books, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, Captain. That's that's book three epilogue. I, well, I, I know it. I know it's coming up soon, and what I haven't gotten to, and, I, and I've heard a lot of the spoilers about it. But I, I'm very excited to hear all, all the stories about that. Um, all right, so I guess are, are we agreed to Mother of Flagons? Is that yay? Wow, I think it's a great one. I wish I'd thought of that. Wow, Fantastic. good on you, Captain. Nice job. Woo-hoo. All right, so so but since we do have a little Redemption. more of a German expert, I think I think uh, the Mother of Flagons. Is or just Mother Flagons? Uh, is we always we, 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 so we argue about whether there should be a the or not. Yes, we have yes, Mother Flagons and Mother Pucker. Uh, so you heard the one that that Huck was just talking about, where we choked. Uh, and but the more we've <laughs> talked about it, it was funny. It's like I started listening to the because I edit these things, uh, or my roommate does. Where we're doing our identity thing here. Uh, my, my roommate that looks just like me, uh, or my alter ego edit the show <laughs> and like 20 minutes in i thought oh super taster because he talks about how he might be a super taster yeah and so immediately i thought that's going to be it but then i also thought like he mentions he really really digs german beers 
mm. like Oktoberfest and the Marzen and that thing. Yeah, yeah. So was, would I did a better to... name be Uber Taster or perhaps Das Uber Taster? Hmm. I like titles. So Das Uber Taster, I think, is very formal. I mean, I know that's the, that's the that's the gender neutral one. And if yeah. we we're really going with the masculine, I mean, we'd go in Der Uber Taster. But I think yeah. I like the sound of Das Uber Taster. Das better. is a better yeah. sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dear Uber Taster. Or maybe we can like build in several identities with him. Like ordinarily he's just the super taster, but when he needs to rise to the occasion, he becomes Das Uber Taster. <laughs> yeah. I like Uber Taster. There right. you go. So that's official. That is official. And now I'll let him know. Are we are we doing are we putting an article on the mother of dragons? No, I just be mother. Just just mother of flagons. I mother think of flagons. Flagons. Yes, in the same way that um, Mother Pucker is just Mother Pucker, I think Mother of Flagons just so exists. Now we have Mother. We're doubling up on Mother. We already have set the precedent for that with the Belgian babe. And, and I'm already adding uh, Father Brownstout next week. He might not, he may not be on the show, but we've got Father Brownstout coming up. I love it. That's Mother fantastic. of Flagons. That's great. That's great. That is a, that's a, and I'm I'm really happy for the captain there for a, a well done name. I, I I don't even remember when it came to me. I was just thinking because I, I, I just kept thinking the whole Game of Thrones thing. I'm Mother like, of Flagons. That's great. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. All right. There you go. Woo-hoo. Successful naming. Thank you. All right. I You've know we sort a, of like weaved it through the whole thing. So do we have anything left with our various weeks in beer? We went to Torch and Crown. Uh, I did what bread. Else to... Uh... Beer yeah, Wonders looking can... at his list. He may have jotted down a few notes here and there. No, no it is, uh, I believe it is Craft Beer Week from the, uh, right now. Once you're hearing this, it will have just ended. Um, but it is uh, National Craft Beer Week. So National. celebrate your local breweries. That's important. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I did read that the other day. That's, that's duly noted. National Craft. Have you done anything uh, in particular to celebrate National Craft Beer Week, Beer Wonder? Drink beer. <laughs> Hey, that's as good as anything. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, it's uh, what what? Yeah, it's it's you know, it's funny. Uh, this the whole week I've been, it was at Torch and Crown, and then I was at. Uh, oh, uh, I I had a birthday this week. Hung out at a story yes. and cheese did Mars yeah, with uh, with the Night Runner. Uh, and it was uh, it was it was a shame that this for this to happen on my birthday. They had just kicked uh, their evil twin stout, and they hadn't they didn't have a good replacement for it yet. So it was just. Well, I had some very nice beers, but uh, none of the no, no, like. But they were like, like they have one slot on their menu for stouts, and it was gone. Oh uh, yeah, well that's again goes back to the IPA craze where it's it takes up so much of the menu and craft beer bars. Well, and also like a story beer and cheese, I think is still only doing. I want to say like maybe eight of their twelve taps. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. So now they haven't got their full uh, capacity. And, but they they always keep one for stouts, but. Like this is one they I guess they hadn't realized how close they were getting to the end of the keg, and they didn't even have any, anything to replace it right away. I'm like, okay, it's all right. I I'll enjoy hanging out in the backyard and and uh, you know I'm feeling so good about the show. I don't think there's going to be any hookups next week. I I think you're right. This was this was this was our first ever perfect our show. First perfect show and and mother of flagons. It's all because of you. We have you. Hey. Yes, it's, it's part of your dark magic you brought with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. I just remembered the first time that I bought beer legally. Yeah. I was 18. 
because in Germany on base, you could buy beer at 18. And I forced my parents to take me to base, <laughs> to the base so I could go to the PX and buy a six pack. But why couldn't I... you when you were 16? Well, I could buy it off base in oh, Germany, like but on the had... German economy. But oh, on the army base, on the army base, I had to be 18 to buy beer. And I, they're like, what do you want to do for your birthday? I was like, I want to go on base and buy a beer. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's it interesting. I, I I think that. I, I, you're Your you're younger than us. Oh, he really? Uh, he's like, you're old enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because you're younger than us, but those of us who are some of the more advanced ages remember a time when all of that was starting to happen. Because I think mm-hmm. Huck and I talked both about how, uh, well, was it 21 from the time you were a teenager or did was there a wiggle room in Massachusetts as well? No, no. It was tw- Massachusetts was one of the first states to okay. do the Because like where thing. I grew up in Ohio... They like had a legal beer 19, in Vermont. Similar to what you were talking about with, with Germany, uh, is that they had, it was 19 for beer and 21 for the wine and spirits. Mm. Or maybe maybe beer and wine and, I don't know. But yeah, and then they changed the law and I was grandfathered in. And so, uh, so yeah, if you're, in a, if you're an American living in Europe, in the military thing, there's all kinds of weird little back channel things going oh, on. Oh yeah, it was yeah, great. I, I, but we're all I, I legal wanna... now. In case anyone's <laughs> listening and they want to come bust down our doors, we're all legal now. I, mean, I want to anticipate a potential hook up and say that the beer wonder is not as old as we are. You oh I yeah, I didn't mean to imply that. It is that. possible, I, I... yes. <laughs> yeah, someone might have inferred that. Or or he is ageless. He's ageless. For sure. He's he's, sure. he's definitely uh yeah. He's older than we think sometimes. Well, this is a great show. I think <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we've done another one. Ladies we have. And gentlemen. We have we done 33 of them now. And I, to to uh, Mother of Dragon. Oh, okay, sorry. Let's start over. And to Mother of Flagons, come back anytime. Oh, yeah. She should come back anytime. There you go. Yeah, I'd be delighted. Anytime. We, we would love to have you. Um, I guess that 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 does it for the this week's show. Uh, next week, when you hear us, I will be in the Buckeye State, and uh, hopefully, Iowa. yeah, that's a hookup for next week. I think they're called the Sooner State. Aren't they called the Sooner State? I think it's the Hawkeye. Oh, okay. It's a uh, oh, I'm that's Florida. Florida's the Sooner State, isn't it? Are they? They're no. The, no, they're the crocodile state, alligator. I'll be in Ohio. I'll be in Ohio, and uh, hopefully my tech will support me there. Uh, Oklahoma, fingers is the crossed. State. Oh, okay. All right, and uh, and okay. I was thinking of you're just looking to, to make some sort of something for hookups next week, right? And now I forgot which ones I said for the other ones. All right, but yeah. So been a great show. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Mother of Flagons. Uh, look forward to having you back. And uh, thank all of you out there for listening. And uh, Huck, uh, play us out. All right. Well, we're the beer, 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 beer Avengers. Beer, 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 beer Avengers. Beer, 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 beer Avengers. We're, we're the, the beer Avengers. Avengers.